everything we do is in and through people. Welcome to the radio show that will help you know yourself to increase your influence with family, friends, co-workers, and community. This is Learn It, Live It, Lead It with your John Maxwell team leadership coaches, Mike Cook and Monique Minnick. But for this radio show, say hello to Mike and Mo. Hello and welcome back to the Laws of Growth. We're talking about it again. This is Mike. This is Mo. And uh, getting into it here, Laws of Growth. Okay, so just as a recap, let's remember that we're talking about universal laws, Mm. right? These remain the same. They're consistent. They don't change. The law of gravity is the example we give. Mm -hmm. What goes up must come down. And as effective leaders, you should be engaged in a paradigm of learning, which is the name of our show. Learn it, live it, lead it. Yep. Every week we present information in the format of this and to help you be able to develop yourselves and move forward in life. Mm-hmm. So let's do some accountability. Mike. Okay, accountability time. Um, follow up from last week, we talked about the law of the rubber band. So did you go out to our Facebook page, Lynchburg Area Leadership Events, and there were some smart goals there we asked you to determine about where it is that you need to stretch like that law of the rubber band. And uh, also we share, um, I'll mention we're sharing on there, there um, these shows are available as a podcast. That's so right. if you want to listen to it again, um, or if you want to hopefully share it with some friends that, hey, heard this cool stuff about leadership and personal growth, share the podcast link with, with some other people as well. It's, it's out there. So yeah. we, all, we all have that person in our life that if we're sitting next to them and you hear something odd, you elbow them. So right. th- this podcast <laughs> yeah. could be a way to elbow some people to exactly. move forward yeah, in their just life. Text so, them a link. There you go. Yeah, we're yeah. on yeah. a lot of different Spotify, or an Apple, Apple podcast, podcasts. Yeah. We're just look it up, learn it, live it, lead it. Yep. And if you've been following the show, we want to hear how you're applying yes. these, these laws, right? And and last week, we actually asked producer Anthony for an example, and he gave us a physical example. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't think yeah. I gave you what you were looking for. No, but you have an amazing story and stretching I just, yourself. Yeah, of stretching yourself. And I yeah. just, please, please, please share that with our audience. So I, I came back and I, I told you guys this because, you know, I was, again, not taking it as seriously as you, you were planning on. But so... I was diagnosed when I was nine years old with Asperger's syndrome, which is a form of autism. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a high-functioning form of autism. Um, and when I was diagnosed, the moment I was diagnosed with me, my mother, and my grandmother in the room with the doctor, mm-hmm. uh, the doctor looked at my mother and told her that I would never graduate high school. I would never go to college. I would never be able to live by myself. And that he suggested by the age of 25, I was put in an assisted living facility. Um, And then also that I would never really have a job. I basically looked at (laughs) my mother with her nine-year-old sitting right next to her that uh, I would would never really amount to anything um, because of this diagnosis. And, you know... Thank God for my mother because, mm. you know, she pushed me to become the person that I was. I, I you know, once we started getting the medication and everything settled in, um, that really started to help to the point where I'm on no medication at all wow. at awesome. this point in my life. Um, but but you I had would, to do a lot of stretching. Yes. Yeah, so I was not in great social, you know, for a nine-year-old, they they don't like to shut up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, right. And I just, I had, 
I would struggle with people that I wasn't familiar with outside of my family. So what I would do is I would put myself in situations that I wasn't comfortable you with. Had a stretch there, yeah, okay. To become comfortable because sure. the only way you become comfortable is to be uncomfortable. That's yep. correct. Yep. And long story short, I graduated high school um, as top 20 in my class. I graduated college, not top 20 in the class, but I got the <laughs> diploma. That's what matters. Yeah. Um, and I'm a radio producer. So, And I'm living by myself. And you're living by yourself. So take that. <laughs> that's good. That's good. So, so good. Real so, life stories. You know, yeah. I mean, that's... It's not just about you and I, right? Mm-hmm. We have yeah. producer Anthony here. And for the moms and the dads listening that are at this point, mm. the diagnosis is not destiny, folks. Yeah. And there's a lot, yeah. there's a yeah. lot to this. And we uh, actually, there's a whole youth dynamic to this that mm-hmm. uh, I am certified in and would love to share along communication lines, personal growth lines. Uh, John has written some amazing books. Sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. Yeah, we can we can share. Um, but, there's yeah. a lot of those. So mm-hmm. you are a fantastic example of yeah. not letting the diagnosis be destiny. So thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing that because that's a huge piece yeah. of authenticity and transparency, and it becomes very, very real. And so before we jump into the beginning of the last five laws, I wanted yeah, to take a minute. Already, we right? are on number eleven. <laughs> okay. So. 15 laws. If you think about what we've come through so far, I mm-hmm. want to kind of group it the way that our show is laid out. Mm-hmm. The first five has really been about learning, learning about ourselves. Now, it's mm-hmm. not that we're not learning every week, but if you think about the topics in the first five laws, uh, yeah. intentionality, awareness, the law of the mirror, mm-hmm. the law of reflection, and the law of consistency. It's all about us in- internally. It's yeah, all yeah. internal. It's about building those muscles in those disciplines and behaviors internally. Mm-hmm. Six through 10, which we finished again with the law of the rubber band with tension, yep. has mm-hmm. really been about living it. Mm. What are your environments? How have you designed what's going on in your life? What systems are you using? How is the law of pain? How are you taking... Mm-hmm. Bad experiences dealing and growing them. from them, yep. right? Not just dealing, really growing from yeah, them. Yeah. The law of the ladder, which is all about your character, and then the rubber band. Yeah. Where Where do you have the right tension in your life? These are all, these are all, you know, living it. This yep. is about you making decisions and applying it. And so these next five are going to be in the lead it phase. Hmm. That is going to really be at how do you apply? Okay. And so our first one is the law of. The law of trade-offs, um, which says you have to give up to go up. Only through the wise exchange of trade-offs can we reach our potential. I believe that. I believe people that reach their potential very carefully at certain times and crossroads of their lives make good trade-offs. And by the way, let me, let, me, let me explain something about a good trade-off. A good trade-off is, is not the immediate, what you immediately receive from it. I've made, I've made seven major moves in my life as far as just really seven moves. You'd say, ooh, that was kind of major, okay? I made seven of them. In five of the seven major moves I've made in my life, wherever I was going to, I made less money than what I just left. In other words, there are only two times that 
And, the, and one of the two times that I made more money than, than the, where I was was when I left college and took my first church. And any poor college kid knows that you know, if you got a job at a gas station, it just it improves your income. You know what I'm saying? And so that's one. So most of the moves I made, most of the moves I've made in life, I, I've moved and made less money because because I, I didn't I didn't move for financial uh, gain. I moved for opportunity. And, and what I understood is if 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 I went to the right place where the opportunity was there, all those other things, including finances, they'll come to you. They'll come to you. But but those trade offs are so important. And 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 again. I think, I think most people stop growing when they stop making trade-offs. I think, I think when most people say, you know what, I'm not willing now to give up anymore. I, I think I, what's, what's inside the fence I like. That's, I think, the day that the, the cap on their potential, on their future. and on. I think the day you stop making trade-offs is the day that you truly start dying. Now, you may live for another 20 years, but you start dying when you stop making trade-offs. Time to learn it. Wow, some powerful statements there um, about trade-offs. Mm. So let's learn it. Let's talk a little let's bit. Uh, let's flesh it out a little bit more. I think um, you've got another really great example of yeah, that you're going to yeah. share a story um, about. I, I, I love quotes and I love stories. I get to share both of them with you here right <laughs> now. If you've listened to any of these shows, you know I'm the quotes and stories uh, kind of guy. The hardest part about stealing second base is that you have to take your foot off of first base. Hmm. So it's, it's taking a risk. <laughs> and that's, you know, my world is working with entrepreneurs and it's all about taking risk. Um you know, another word for entrepreneur sometimes is gambler. Whatever, mm-hmm. roll the dice, take the sure. risk, jump off the cliff, whatever it uh, may be. So I, I've got a story here about a uh, businessman who recognized the importance of making these trade-offs. Um, he became more successful and reached his potential because of that. Uh, the son of uh, poor service workers who worked hard and scraped for everything they had, he worked to put himself through school and earn a degree in mathematics. And he began his career working for the government. But very soon, he transitioned into a business career, starting with a Coca-Cola company. And his father worked as a driver for the Coca-Cola company, so um, he was a manager, but he believed that his career would be limited because his dad was there and he was always just so-and-so's uh-huh. son and, and all that. So he, he decided to make a change, to take a risk, you know, a, a trade-off. He decided on a first trade-off there. Um, so he had an opportunity to take a job at the Pillsbury Company, Pillsbury Corporate Headquarters, and so he moved to Minnesota uh, to take that job in, in corporate. And his boss at Pillsbury, he had actually gotten to know previously when he worked at Coca-Cola. So there's the, the networking thing that kind of comes into play there. Um, and they had, you know, some challenges and it was a new job, but he overcame those. It didn't intimidate him. And he was always motivated. He kept going and he worked hard. And at some point he came, actually became vice president. By the age of 40. Wow. So, I mean, here's this guy who started with nothing, worked his way up, became vice president at Pillsbury Corporation in Minnesota. And you think, well, that's the end of the story, right? Well, no, Mm-mm. actually, no. Um, <laughs> More trade-offs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because at, at Pillsbury, he started as a manager and he was promoted to director. You know, he kind of worked his way on up. And 
so eventually he he realized that he was kind of there. I'm vice president. I'm not going any farther. He's I at the could, head of the class. Yeah, I could stay here and be cool and comfortable the rest of my life. But he was convinced that there was something bigger for him that was more, uh, you know, destiny or whatever, if you will. So, you know, he was 36 years old. He, you know, he had it made. But he decided, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something different. So the Pillsbury Corporation also owned other businesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those was the Burger King Restaurant Corporation. Pillsbury owned them for years. And so he decided that he was going to leave his vice president position and go into corporate with, with Burger King. But a new A whole new a whole venture. A whole new venture. Yeah. So this, is a, this was a big trade-off because in order to do that, he had to go to Burger King and he had to start at the bottom. About he had to bottom. learn how to how to cook and clean and and you know worked his way into management, assistant manager, general manager, district manager. You know, kind of worked his way up and all that. And and eventually, um, you know, he worked his way up in the Burger King Corporation and, and was was actually an executive vice president mm-hmm. and, and a regional director and, and and doing all those things. But he still wasn't con- he wasn't convinced. He wasn't. This is not enough. He was looking for another challenge. There's got to be another challenge. Another growth opportunity. Something more out there. And so the Pillsbury Corporation also had this other company that was called Godfather's Pizza. And it was in bad shape. So depending on what part of the country you're from, you may know of Godfather's Mm. Pizza. So they said, hey, you want another challenge? And so he did did it again. He went out, left, and became the CEO of, of Godfather's Pizza. And he turned that company around and just, you know, did great things. But he wasn't done. <laughs> that's just that. That's just the amazing thing. You know, this is a person who just continuously traded off. Um, the person I'm telling you the story, you may recognize some of those points along the way, um, was in the news just not too long ago, several years ago. He actually ran for president. His name was Herman Cain mm. and um, ran for president back in 2012, I believe it was. And all kinds of stories that you'll see in the media of that. But uh, we're in radio here, and there was a there was an old radio producer named Paul Harvey uh, mm. who always talked about the rest of the story. Right. The cool thing about this is um, my family actually worked in the Burger King restaurant business. My dad and grandfather had the opportunity to meet Herman Cain. He was the regional vice president that came to this area, area. the Lynchburg area, covered the the Burger Kings. And uh, then actually I had the opportunity to meet him just a couple years ago um, when he came to Lynchburg. He wrote a book and was doing a book signing and all right. that. So it, it's neat to read, hear the story about trade-offs, but the personal you know connection here as well. So this was just an ordinary guy. When I met him, just down to earth, yeah. you know, just, you know, really. But he continued to trade off. And the trade-offs and the risks don't always mean that you're going to be successful. Obviously, right, he didn't right. become president, but that didn't stop him from taking the risk and taking pit, what pit he falls knew along the way. Absolutely, right, yeah, yeah. To move mm-hmm. forward. Yep. And so, what will it take for you to go to the next level in your potential? And that mm. is really what we're going to talk about today. Um, what trade-offs, and what are the truths about trade-off? So let's start mm. with the first one: is that trade-offs are available to us throughout our lives. Every day, you're going to be faced with a choice and a trade-off, right? Here's something to remember. Unsuccessful people make bad trade-offs. Average people make few trade-offs. Successful people make good trade-offs. So you're going to make a trade-off one way or the other. Either way, you're going to be in one of those categories, right? And so you need to decide. uh, And and non-decision is still a decision. Yes, Right. That's yeah. going to what are you willing to, to trade up? Mm-hmm. Right. What's another one, Mike? Uh, another truth about trade off is we must see trade offs as opportunities for growth. So it's not a it's not a bad thing. 
it's a good thing. Right. You know, you're stealing second base. You got to get off first base. So um, the quote that says, we may not always get what we want, but we always get what we choose. <laughs> so, you know. Can blame nobody else but you. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. So there's two questions to ask yourself when you're evaluating trade-offs. Number one. And maybe we'll add these to the list on the Facebook should, page, yeah. too, as we, uh, so we share this so you don't have to feverishly write here. Uh, two questions to ask when evaluating trade-offs. Number one, what are the pluses and minuses of this trade-off? So Pros and cons to options. some people. Yeah. Right. Weighs yeah. the options. Um, you know, if, if you're that C personality we talked about in DISC a few weeks ago, then you're going to get your Excel spreadsheet out and put all the stuff out. And, you know, either right. way. Uh, second question you want to ask is, will I go through this change or will I grow Mm. through this change. Totally different. Am I just going to endure it? I'm going to deal with it? Or am I going to look for growth opportunities as I'm going through it? Through it. Mm. So a third one is that the trade-offs force us to make difficult personal changes. John talks about this concept a lot, and, he's, and he puts his phrase out in, in a lot of different um, mm. aspects when he's teaching. When you want something you have never had... You have to do something you've never done. Leave your comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah. Risk, growth, change. You see something mm-hmm. and you've not experienced it. You've not had it. So what are you going to do differently to to be able to experience that? Right. Um, change is always possible. And there are truths about change. Change is always personal. Mm. To change your life, you have to change you. Yeah. Right. Got to start with you. Yeah. Change is possible. Everybody has the ability to change. Mm -hmm. Everybody can change. Change is profitable and you will be rewarded when you change. And and John, you know, mentioned that in in the clip you heard. Mm -hmm. You have to decide what it is that you're trying to to get to. Right. Mm -hmm. But you want to also consider these three truths when it comes to the timing of change. Uh, So don't just change on a just for the sake sake Mm -hmm. of change. Mm -hmm. Right. Because it's not going to be easy. Right. Change when you have what it takes to win. Or mm-hmm. another way to say it is changing when you have to give. Oh, yeah. When you can see that there's, when you can there's see a win. That there's going there. to be yeah. a win, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Yep. Changing after you've had a loss. Mm. COVID, I think, has proved a lot of that. Some of it's forced change, but it still is a decision that people have made mm-hmm. You know, the the whole education system, people were forced to, mm-hmm. you know, go online. People were forced to homeschool. Right. There was change that comes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the biggest thing, though, is refusing to change is death to your potential. And there are some of those during COVID who just refused and said, I don't want to do this Zoom right. thing. I'm just going to sit at home. I'm just going to sit at home. And, and, you know, so a year later, they have regrets. They have regrets. Yeah. Right. Another one, Mike? Uh, another one of those um, truths is the loss of trade-off is usually felt before the gain. No pain, no gain, you know, the whole yep. sports analogy and all that. Um, this is one of the reasons that people fear change because right. it might hurt, you know. Oh, it's going to hurt. As long as I don't change, <laughs> then I'm not, not going to have to go through pain. We've talked about the law of pain and, and how to deal with that, how to, to, to grow through that. Um, but, uh, you know, it's been said that nature abhors a vacuum. The same is true about our own spirits. Uh, but the transition time between the change and the fruit of the change can be a powerful formation time toward our maturity. It, right. it grows us. It makes us stronger. Yeah. Right. And here's another good news point. Most trade-offs can be made at any time. Yeah. 
you know, choices and things that you presented with, there's going to be, you can do it at any time. Better health. Yeah. Better habits. I've been six weeks working through an adjustment in my eating plan and the way I approach things. And in six weeks, I'm down 17 pounds. Fantastic. My joints don't hurt. My inflammation is down. Um, a lot of wear and tear from military service. I am really feeling good. It's good. <laughs> I'm feeling a whole lot better than I've felt in a long time, and I thought I felt good before. Mm. And so, you know, that becomes a big piece, and education is required. The only time it's too late to make a change is when we're at your funeral. Mm, yeah. So that, that, That's the only time that's too late. That's true. You're yeah. done. Yeah. So it's never too late to make a change. Hmm. Another truth, uh, few trade-offs come only once. And this is really critical in developing your own potential. Um, you know, you're not going to miss this one-time trade-off. And it's just, it's you know, it, I guess it's like buses. They come around again or whatever. Um, you know, so you, you have opportunities. They're going to come again. But there's going to be some that are rather significant when presented. True, true. And that can determine a trajectory that you are looking to achieve Right. So you've got to be that's you, true. You've yeah. got to weigh those. That's if why do, we talk about the pluses and the minuses. If you miss it the first time, right. you may not get as good of an opportunity. The that's second correct. Time. That's right. Yeah, that's correct. The higher you climb, the tougher the trade offs. Mm. Uh, anything worth doing is uphill. That, yes. that should not be a surprise yep. to mm -hmm. folks. Right. Um, what will it feel like with the trade off to get to your next level? Whatever that is in your life, what are you looking for and what is it going to feel like? Mm. See that. Way, and get weighing there. the options once again, yeah, right? yeah. Mm -hmm. Trade-offs never leave us the same, and so that that fear factor, the fear of change, you know, I may have to be different. Yep, you you will be different when it's over with. So consider that, you know, if this is where you want to remain, or if it's it's time to change and be different. You, know, you have to to weigh those options. Here we are back to the power of choice. Mm -hmm. Every time we make a choice, our choice has power over us. It does change us. Mm -hmm. Bad choices can ultimately help us to change for the good because they clarify our thinking and they show us who we are, hmm. right? Leading mm -hmm. through crisis in a series that John did when COVID hit is about that leaders show up. It's yeah. not a time to prove them. It's when leadership happens. And so crisis in our lives is going to show us what we're Gotta made be of. prepared ahead of time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what's the last one? Uh, some trade-offs are never worth the price. Mm. Um, so you gotta you got to weigh those options. And, and these are trade-offs that will damage or harm or ruin your life. So think, you know, seek advice, seek counsel, get, you know, some mentors, things like that. Um, you know, the law of delayed gratification when we're kids, that's right. th that's one of those things. Don't just rush out there. Right. There's, there's value to asking some questions and getting some mentors and taking some time. Yeah. So let's talk about trading up. Ah. How to live it. So I just said trade-offs, some were not worth it. So right. what are some trade-offs that are worth making? Mm. So financial security for potential tomorrow. Mm, that's a good one. There is no future in any job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if you saw that happening in grand, massive tsunami proportion recently with COVID. Yeah. yeah. Right. The future lies in the person who holds the job, mm -hmm. right? You are what makes or breaks the work that you're doing, mm -hmm. the success of the organization you belong to. So you need to be careful about placing your financial security in just a job. There's a, a lot more to it. 
you heard in the Herman Cain story, you heard yeah. in John's story, and you and I have stories, and you've heard from from producer Anthony earlier this morning. The trade-offs come because we want something different, yeah. and you're going to have to grow and know yourself to make sure that is where the security comes in. Yeah, it's yeah. not in any one organization. Mm. Yeah, if you've ever lost a job, think about how secure you were the day before you were notified. Notified that yeah, you lost the job. Yeah. yeah. Right. Hmm. So other trade-offs worth making. Um, you mentioned this one earlier. Giving up immediate gratification for personal growth. So, yeah. 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 We can choose to please ourselves and plateau. We can delay our gratification and grow. It's mm-hmm. our choice. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not that you always have to do that, but when it comes to growth and success, you the immediate gratification is not going to be where you see the growth. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. seeds have to be planted. It has to be watered. It has to be nurtured. The weeds yep. got to get pulled. Yep. Right. And that's what that's what we need to get to. What's another one? Uh, willing to give up the fast life for the good life. Now, there's a business owner's <laughs> thing right there. Uh, you know, what can you delegate to others? You know, what what are you good at? What are you best at? Mm-hmm. And, and delegate it out. Um, control your calendar or someone else will. Either put your prioritize, prioritize your schedule Put your priorities in there or else someone else is going to put theirs in there. That's just kind of the way it works, even if you're a business owner. Mm-hmm. Trust me. Um, do what you love because it'll it'll energize you. And uh, then work with people you like so that your energy from doing what you love is not drained by the life-sucking people. If, yeah, yeah. Goodness, I think we hear some other different laws in this one. Yeah, yeah. Um, working in your strengths, mm-hmm. uh, trade-offs potentially are priorities, yeah, right? How yeah. are you prior- prioritizing, especially your calendar and schedule? Yep. Doing what you love, passion, Yeah. because that's going to move you, right? Mm-hmm. There are long days in any job, but we need to be moving ourselves forward. Playing to your strengths, yeah. And environments. Yeah. Are you oh, working yeah. with people? Are you working in those places? Are you designing your life? Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. It's funny how There's these just so, yeah. all kind of continue yeah, to yeah. support and build, right? You also want to give up some security for significance, there is no safe place. We talked about success to significance, yeah. Right. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. you have to give up. To go up, you're going to have to yeah. do some adjustment. That's a trade-off, yeah. Because if you want significance, you have to take risk. Yep. Yeah. Right? And the last one, before we move into our lead it phase, is willing to give up addition for multiplication. Hmm. And this one is really powerful in the sense that what I can do for others mm-hmm. is addition. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that's bad, but what can I do with others yeah. is multiplication. If I, can, if I can encourage leaders, yeah. Let me let me throw in a few others that uh, go, kind of going off script here, but as a person who works with business owners, here's three things that I see quite often: um, trade offs. Right. Don't give up marriage for business. Oh, good and, one. And that's a whole category we can talk for for a long time on. Uh, the second one is don't give up relationships with children for fame or fortune. Um, you've, right. uh, Garth Brooks is a great example of that, the, the uh, musician. He he quit at the height of his career because he wanted to go home and be with his kids. And until right. they were grown and gone, he didn't come back on the scene again. Right. Uh, you know, so, and then uh, here's a real big one. Don't trade your values for anything. And uh, I have in parentheses here politics, and I'll just leave it at that. Um, I'm not going to get into that conversation either. But, you know, don't sacrifice or trade off your values for anything. Um, We don't really usually realize until it's too late. Mm -hmm. So you have to plan ahead for these things. Be intentional. Go lead it. Oh, 
so much information. I know. Yeah. But powerful, powerful, powerful. And so many of you are probably going to need to replay this. Mm-hmm. Um, we also want to share as we move into this lead it phase, as we're as we're winding down this session, that and we will post this on uh, our Facebook page, Lynchburg mm-hmm. Area Leadership Events. You need to come up with your own personal list of trade-off principles. The ones we'll share, some suggested ones. And yes. these are some yeah. suggested ones that, mm-hmm. you know, and you've heard John mention them yep. and others in the in the, the lesson today. Yeah. So am I willing to give up financial security today for a potential tomorrow? Am I willing to give up immediate gratification for personal growth? Hmm. Trust me, not being allowed to have my ranch dip in chips or popcorn. <laughs> That's a tough one. Yeah. Um, initially, I thought it was going to be really hard, but it wasn't. Um, and 17 pounds down and everything else feeling good, I'm going to learn to eat kale chips and make my own. Okay. I'm willing to give up the fast life for the good life. Mm. I'm willing to give up security for significance. Some of those things we just talked about, yeah. yeah. And I'm mm-hmm. willing to give up addition for multiplication, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. As important as you know, the trade-offs is knowing that you're not willing to uh, – what you're not willing to trade off. And I talk about yes. this all the time with folks. You have to know what your non-negotiables are and what you're not willing to compromise in. And you have to be able to get there. Absolutely. Remember what John said at the beginning of this session, only through the wise exchange of trade-offs can we reach our potential. That's the law of trade-offs. So until next week, this is Mike. And this is Mo. Encouraging you to learn it. Live it. And lead it. Mm